Hey guys, so we are back and this is the new season in episode two. Now I know it's been a little break, but I just wanted to make sure that everything I said is really Holy Spirit led. But you know what? It's all good. And I'm excited because it is Holy Spirit led. So let's keep it going. And so this topic is wives, you must pray. Wives, you must pray. Now, as you know, wifely wisdom, one of the best pieces of wisdom that I've ever received is pray. <laughs> pray. Prayer changes things. God has given us an authority. He has given us the gift of prayer and we have to use it. Our husbands, our men, our fathers, our sons, uncles, co-workers, strangers, they all need it to be honest. But since this is wifely wisdom, we're just going to, you know, zero down onto the husbands. <laughs> And so I don't know if you've watched my previous seasons, but you know, always listen, we, we take this to, to the Bible, right? And so I really want to base this off of the story of Zipporah. Now, Zipporah, I'm not sure if you know who that is, but Zipporah is, she was the wife of Moses. Now, we all know, you know, I'm sure most of us know exactly who Moses is. You know, he was the one that went to Pharaoh and commanded him to let God's people go, right? And then, you know, that, that whole entire story, but his wife wasn't mentioned like that. And so I really wanted to go in because I was reading the I was reading the story and it just it hit me like, wow, this is powerful. And um, and actually Zipporah, she wasn't mentioned much. Like there was a few times she was mentioned in this, especially in Exodus, she might have been mentioned maybe once or twice. Um maybe once or twice like that was it but what but as, as, as little she was mentioned her role was so great okay because Moses had a huge purpose right Moses purpose was huge Moses had a huge purpose that he had and um and so I want to read um really want to read Exodus uh verse uh chapter 4 verses 24 to 26 so bear with me I'm only reading you know three verses um but I really want to just read it really quickly so you can understand what I'm talking about now before I read read this this is after um Moses um was at the burning bush. This was after God gave him all the instructions to go to back to Egypt. This was after the Lord gave him the power, the authority. Remember the rod that turned into a snake and, and all these different things and the power that God had placed inside of Moses for the sake of the purpose, for the sake to, to um, you know, bring the people, take the people out of Egypt. This was after this. Okay. I want to be clear about this. And the reason why I'm saying that is for a very important reason. Okay. So I'm going to start reading Exodus 4. Um, verse 24 to 26. This will be a perfect time to get your Bible and read it or just listen, you know, it's all good. <laughs> so verse 24, it reads, and it came to pass on the way at the encampment that the Lord met him and sought to kill him. He's talking about Moses now, right? Um, verse 25, then Zipporah took a sharp stone and cut off the foreskin of her son and cast it at Moses' feet and said, surely you are a husband of blood to me. And so, and then verse 26, so he let him go. Then she said, you are a husband of blood because of the circumcision. Amen, right? So why is this so important? Because after that, you don't hear anything else about Zipporah. <laughs> I mean, you hear about a father a little later on, but th that's it. Like, so the question is, why is that so important? Remember, the Lord, saw, after God gave Moses this entire instruction, his purpose was made known to him. He's gotten the power, the authority, everything to do what God is wanting him to do. And what he has to do is no small feat. 
right? There are thousands upon thousands, hundreds of thousands of 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 his of God's people in the land of the Egyptians being oppressed, being mistreated. And this one man, God has given this one man this charge to go forth and do this thing. Right? So why is that? So why are these verses so important? So now we're going to break it down. Right? How does this apply? So God was about to, so after all of this, God was, he was on his way to kill Moses. But because Zipporah took the sharp stone and cut off the foreskin of her son's penis, right? And cast it at Moses' feet, then the Lord let him go. So we have to ask, okay, well, how does that apply? Right? And why did God do that? Remember, there is an accuser, Satan, right? Who is literally in the course seeking to accuse us day and night for something to try to get something to happen. Remember, we are, that is why prayer is so important. We as, as believers, especially if you are a believer, right? There is a level of, there's a level of wealth. There's a level of, of, of peace, of joy, of health, everything that we attain to. Don't think for a second that the enemy does not want that to happen. Wants that to happen. He does not want you to be in perfect health. He does not want you to have a good marriage. He does not want you to have any of these things, but he is not God, right? He's not even equal to God. The only thing he does is go before God and attempts to accuse you to block it. And so if there's no prayer going forth, right? Right? If there's nothing being stopped, if there's no prayer going forth, there it could it could potentially happen that the person can get killed, right? Or the person can get damaged, or the marriage can get destroyed, or the divorce can, you know, the, 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 there's access for the divorce to happen, or whatever this case. It is not that God does God wants that to happen, but if there's no prayer to to block it and to stop it, if we're not using our God given authority, which is prayer, right? Right. We're not using that. We're not fighting against the princes and the powers and the principalities. And we're not we're not using what God the word to give it back to God. Then what you know, the, if we're not doing that, then these things can occur. And so the, that's the reason why I said, wives, you must pray. OK, because we if we um, as we break this down. Right. And it said and it came to pass on the way at the encampment that the Lord met him and sought to kill him. Right. Right. So here's the deal. We are wives, right? We our our role as a wife when is we are help me, right? And one of the biggest things is that we help our husbands, right? We help keep them in Christ, bring them back to Christ. We stand in the gap, right? So the Lord sought to kill him, right? So what happened? Why would that happen? Because he was not circumcised. Because if you remember, and now that's another thing, right? He was Moses was not circumcised because if you remember as a child, he had to he was sent to Pharaoh's house and not as a child, excuse me, as a little baby, he was sent to Pharaoh's house. And so the Egyptians don't they don't believe in circumcision. So he's sent to Pharaoh's house. Right. So it's not his fault that he's not circumcised. Right. However, because there's a legalist. Right. That is constantly accusing us day and night. And this is and keep in mind, this is before the, co- the, uh, the covenant of Christ Jesus. Then that then if you're not circumcised, there are consequences for those actions. So, of course, he just got this huge responsibility right he got this huge responsibility of course satan is going to work his try to find anything anything at all to be like okay no because of this this this, and this but you said in your laws that he must be put to death or whatever the case is right but understand we have a merciful god and so now what happens so he was on his way so the lord 
met him and sought to kill him. But then Zipporah took a sharp stone and cut the foreskin off her son and cast it at Moses' feet, right? And so we think about that today. Now, obviously, no, we don't cast, we don't cut the foreskin of our sons, you know, we don't do that to, to throw it at the feet of our husband. No, but we have a, a mighty blood. We have the powerful blood. We have the blood that still intercedes for us. We have the blood that speaks better things than of able for us. We have the blood which serves as a reminder to God that um, that we are forgiven already for our sins, right? And so as wives in that moment, we then begin to, we go before God and cry out on behalf of our husbands in the name of Jesus. And we plead the blood of Jesus over their sins and their iniquities. You see how powerful that is? We plead the blood of Jesus and then, and then, oh, and then here's the powerful part. And then God let him go. And so that evil verdict, right, is now canceled, so now the, Moses is able to let go. And then Zipporah, right? She said, you are a husband of blood because of the circumcision. So she is now decreeing over him, right? Decreeing the, the fact that, no, you are a child of God. You are under the blood covenant that no, no, you know, decreeing the word back, right? That is what we are doing as wives. But the reason why this is so important, this is so important, y'all, because we have to remind our, we have to remember to do these things. That's why we have to pray. Now, in order to pray effectively, in order to pray, we have to be sober, meaning like we can't be ruled by our emotions. Now, obviously that's easier said than done when you just, he just pissed you off. When, you know, he, he hit below the belt, you know, meaning saying something that was super mean. When, if, you know, y'all got into a big argument and it made you angry, you know, or, you know, things, things haven't been going well. You got to understand that is a ploy and a distraction from the enemy. And so it's very important that you really take charge and that you really pray and don't stop praying. I don't care what it may feel like, which leads me to my next thing that you need to pray effectively is discipline. It does not matter about your feelings. It does not matter what you're feeling. I don't care what's going on. You have to pray for your husband that as a wife, that is we have to. Don't think for a second that the enemy is not trying to take these men out. And so you have to pray. You have to pray. It is, I mean, there's no other way. You have to pray, right? Also, you have to be Holy Spirit led. You know, you your, your, your prayers must match the word of God. And so it's also important that, you know, you definitely read your word. You stay in your word. But your prayers must match the word of God. Okay? That has to, that has to happen. And you have to be, you can't be carnal. Um, minded when it comes to praying because if you're just thinking you're just angry all the time or bitter or frustrated or filled with resentment and unforgiveness how can you possibly pray for somebody how could you possibly see what's going on because when you're not sober or when you are carnal minded meaning filled with you know puffed up with flesh filled with anger resentment just thinking about all the bad things what happens is you're unable to see properly. And so if judgment is about to hit the judges, judgment is about to hit your husband's life. Right now, I don't always mean death, but it could be it can mean, you know, sickness. It can be financial loss. It can mean something really bad that is obviously remember y'all are one. So it's not just going to affect him It's going to affect you, too. And so if you're not, if you're filled, you know, if your flesh is puffed up and you're not in the spirit with this and you're not praying for him, you will you could possibly potentially miss the whole a, a whole chance of being able to plead the blood on his behalf 
that is our we are here to stand in the gap on their behalf of course there are other roles of course there are other responsibilities but that is a main one that is a big one guys ladies it is a big one um yeah it's a big one and so you know this one this um this particular um this particular um, episode is not long because I think it's so it's, it's potent enough to just really kind of say what it is. We have to pray. We have to pray with everything going on. You have to pray to be at peace. You need to pray. Perfect health. Pray. You know, praying over your children for children to be well. Pray. Um, for if things are not going well in your life, pray. You have to. You know, um, my pastor she said you know, wage a good warfare. And I'm like, that's so true. We have to pray. And so as a wife, you have to pray for your husbands. Um, I remember I watched, I know y'all know about that movie War Room, right? (laughs) And if you don't, please, I, I, as a wife, I always think it's important to watch it. You know, I actually just recently watched it, believe it or not. But I think it's um, important to watch that movie because it shows you the power of prayer. Remember, if you're not, it's like, it's, a, it's almost like a sign of lack of faith if you're not praying because you praying is, is is letting you is a reminder that you know that when I pray, God hears me and God answers me. Right. So if you're not praying, that means that you don't believe God is going to do it for you. You believe, oh, it's too big of a thing for God. Or maybe, you know, God don't care. Or maybe you place yourself as God, lowercase G.O.D. in your own life. And so I implore you all to pray. And of course, Always make sure that you're right with good, right standing, and that God will deal with anything in you that does not get glorify Him. And so, yeah, that's it. I, I listen. If this blessed you, please do me a favor, share it to somebody who you know may need this, um, who you don't know me, who, who you're not sure if they need it, but share, share, share. And um, yeah, pray y'all, pray for your husbands. They need it, especially in these times. It is needed. Um, I believe that when we pray, God really moves for us. But sometimes, you know, God God is just waiting for us to take that step. He's waiting for us to take that step. Even when you think about the prodigal son, I don't know if you know that story. We'll probably go into that into a, you know an, another a later episode. But even the prodigal son had to take some sort of steps to come back to God. No, he didn't have to go the whole way. God met him, right? You know, the father met him, excuse me, because you know it was like a parable that, that talks about how the father feels towards us. But even when the, 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 the prodigal son came back to the to the father, he oh he didn't go all the way back. He but the father saw him from afar off coming towards him and ran to his son and kissed him and hugged him and wept and did you know and celebrated right that is that is the same thing get started say a prayer for your spouse. i don't care if you are so fed up and pissed if you are married to him pray for him ask god to intervene ask god to 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 take over ask god for mercy ask god plead the blood as repent on his behalf and i beg please i beg you i said a bit but i'm i'm asking if you have resentment forgive him please and I would implore if you have unforgiveness towards him, listen to one of my previous episodes about unforgiveness. It is really good. Trust me, you want to listen to it. Forgive him. Work on that spirit of forgiveness. Um, work on, you know, but, but pray, but pray. They really need it. There are certain things that they go through that we won't understand because we are not men. Okay. And, you know, vice versa, right? They're not women, so they don't understand it. But there are certain hits that they take Simply, sometimes just be, by being your spouse, right some of the hits they take imagine is by being just your spouse you know some of the hits they take so that you won't have to hit get hit with those 
you know so so definitely do yourself a, a favor and pray because they really do need it and prayer changes things don't think for a second that you praying for your husband that is in the will of god led by the holy spirit right that don't think that it's not doing anything and so that's it and so i just i pray that it's blessed and um yeah god bless you all and i just pray and my prayer is that everyone at the sound of my voice that is listening to this that that you become that you be restored that should be restored and that the hope that was lost be restored back onto you everything that was stolen from you be restored back every every hope that was lost be restored back the zeal for your marriage the zeal for god be restored back i pray that the that 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 the that your marriage be glorified i pray that you receive happiness and joy in your home i pray in the name of jesus that this will bless you that that the the burden to pray for your husband will be on you that you will pray and that you will see and testify the goodness of the lord I pray that you will begin to laugh again and, rem and that the Lord will remind you again and remind you why y'all are married. Because remember, the Lord does not make any mistakes in Jesus name. Amen. And so God bless you. I'm excited for next week and I will speak to you guys soon. Oh, yes. Also, is there if also if you don't if you know anyone who, you know, or maybe you, you know, um, who has not given their life to God and wants to give their life to God, wants to accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Um, I would love to just um lead a prayer in that. If you feel like, you know, I have never accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, you know, these type of prayers, these type of teachings don't really apply to you. But the good news is, is that as soon as you pray it and you really believe in your heart, the you know, you really receive it, that it now officially applies to you. It's that simple. And so I just want to pray with you. And then you just, you know, you can pray. You can just repeat after me. Lord Jesus, for too long, I've kept you out of my life. I know that I am a sinner and that I cannot save myself. No longer will I close the door when I hear you knocking. By faith, I gratefully receive your gift of salvation. I am ready to trust you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for coming to earth. I believe you are the Son of God who died on the cross for my sins and rose from the dead on the third day. Thank you for bearing my sins and giving me the gift of eternal life. I believe your words are true. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus, and be my savior. Amen. And so if you pray that prayer, God bless you. Um, and also, if you have any questions, feel free to email me at wifelywisdom at gmail.com. You can also DM me. I'm on um, Instagram. You can DM me on Instagram. Um, and I'm oh, it's wifelywisdom, the number one, by the way, wifelywisdom one, like the numeral one. And yeah, I'll reach back out to you if you're in need of a church home, if you're in need of, you know, obviously after you give your life to God, you want to really get into a church home and really get planted so that you can now grow spiritually. And so please reach out to me. Or let's say you've already given your life to Christ, but you are in need of a church home or if you are in need of just encouragement, just please feel free to reach out. God bless you all and have a great one.